and welcome back to Weird on the Rocks. This is a podcast that explores the weird, unusual, strange, and unexplained, all while getting our drink on. I'm your host, Katie. So, it's been a while. Um, I don't think I have recorded in, gosh, like six months. Um, This feels very weird right now, sitting down and talking into the microphone. actually forgot how to set up my computer to record, and... um, I eventually figured it out. Here we are. But this feels this feels strange. I'm not going to lie. Um, I have been taking care of my new baby. I had um, a little girl on April 5th. Her name is Avery. And honestly, she's just the best baby ever. I could probably um, start a podcast just talking about her called Avery. <laughs> but I will spare all of you. You're not here for that. I took a hiatus um, just figuring out, you know, new mom life. And I'm privileged enough to be able to stay home with her for the foreseeable future. So I've just been soaking in all that baby time and, you know, just adjusting to life as parents and all the craziness that comes with it. If you have children, you know, the first... um, couple months are are rough and you're sleep deprived and the emotions, the hormones, it's been wonderful and just like the best experience ever, but it's also been really hard. And so I kind of just put the podcast on the back burner for a while. I didn't want to pressure myself and stress myself out with having to, you know, crank out new content um, and just give myself a little bit of a break. So things are finally kind of calming down over here. We're getting into a routine. So I thought that I would get back into, you know, doing things that I enjoy doing. And my podcast is definitely number one. I've really missed doing this. I'm not going to commit to a schedule right now like I was doing before. You know, I did um, episodes every two weeks. So I think for now, the episodes are just going to be kind of sporadic. I would love to maybe do one like once a month, but don't hold me to that. I'm I'm just kind of going to get them out when I have time. So I hope you guys can understand and bear with me and um, don't get mad if you don't hear from me for a little bit. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll be posting when a new episode is released on my Facebook page and Instagram pages, which are both Weird on the Rocks podcast. So follow those to know when a new episode comes out. Or you can subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. That way it notifies you and downloads every new episode. For my first episode back, I wanted to do something on the lighter side instead of jumping straight into a super research heavy topic. So today I'm going to be discussing deja vu and it's going to be kind of on the shorter side just kind of getting back into the groove of things hope you guys understand and are cool with that deja vu is something that i think most people have experienced at least once in their life with some people experiencing it more than others i actually recently did a poll on my instagram page asking if people have ever experienced deja vu and 94 percent said yes with six percent saying no And then I also asked how often people experience deja vu. And I got one vote for daily, which is crazy. That would be um, interesting to get it every single day. Um, Seven people said weekly, 16 said monthly, and most people, 30, said few times a year. That's probably the category that I fall in as well, a few times a year. It's less than 
every month. Um, I'd say every other month or so, I really get that intense feeling of deja vu. Um, sometimes I do kind of almost get like semi deja vu. I don't know what you would call it, where something feels familiar. But when I truly feel deja vu, I get this kind of like out of body experience where like all my senses feel really heightened and it feels almost like you kind of go into this other world for a split second, like you're zoning out and then you come back into reality. Um, that's just how it feels for me. I think it's truly different for everyone. And it's really hard to put into words and describe. Uh, to my husband, he says it feels like he already did something and forgot that he had already done it until he's in the moment and then is doing it again. I remember having deja vu as a young child. So it's something that I'm used to feeling, but I've never really looked into what it could be or what's happening to us when we feel it. I think it's something that, you know, we all kind of get here and there. It's like, oh yeah, I just got deja vu, weird. And then you move on with your life. But it's a very strange phenomenon. And I really wanted to know what exactly is happening to our brain or to our body, you know, when deja vu is happening. Happening and what is the real reason behind it. So I hope that you all enjoy this quick little episode. And even if you've never experienced deja vu yourself, hopefully you'll still find it interesting. Before we get into the good stuff, I want to share my beverage of choice tonight. Tonight I am drinking a Moscow Mule, which is a classic cocktail of vodka, ginger beer, and lime juice. I'm pretty sure I've had this drink on the show before, but honestly, that feels like a completely different person pre-baby. <laughs> so I'm doing it again. This is one of my favorite drinks, and I've kind of been on a Moscow Mule kick recently. Um, it's been a little bit warmer here, and it's just really, they're really refreshing with the carbonated um, ginger beer and the lime juice. So it's a really perfect summer drink. Since having my daughter, my tolerance is definitely lower. Uh, and honestly, drinking really just makes me feel tired, which I'm already tired. <laughs> so I've mostly just been sticking to lighter drinks like wine or seltzers, you know, with dinner here and there. But the past couple of weeks, I've been drinking the Moscow Mules and they're delicious. And they're really easy to make. So if you have never had one, I would highly suggest it. And you're supposed to serve them in a copper mug. Um, the copper kind of gives it this certain unique taste um, that like heightens the taste of the cocktail. But I have this weird thing where I cannot touch copper. I do not like, you know, tasting it. I, um, I don't know if there's a word for it, but I don't like touching certain types of like metal. <laughs> It's so weird. Um, I don't even like looking at like those copper mugs. It makes me, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I don't know. I'm weird. Uh, so I just drink it in a normal glass. Some of you cocktail purists out there might think that that's just um, an abomination, but I'm sorry. This is who I am. All right. Well, let's get into it. Cheers and let's get weird. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, déjà vu has three separate definitions, which are, quote, the illusion of remembering scenes and events when experienced for the first time, a feeling that one has seen or heard something before, and something overly or unpleasantly familiar, end quote. The term is French-derived, meaning already seen. 
and was first used in 1903. It is estimated that between 60 and 80% of people have experienced deja vu, and most people self-report that they experienced it more as a child and that it usually happens during mundane activities, not big or important life events, such as standing at the altar on your wedding day. Alan Brown, professor of psychology at Southern Methodist University, has studied the phenomenon for years and through his research found that people are more likely to experience deja vu between the ages of 15 and 25. And in an interview with Psychology Today, he said, quote, One speculation is that deja vu is a kind of misfiring that occurs as the brain is maturing, end quote. Brown also has found that people are more likely to experience it if they, quote, have an active imagination and recall their dreams easily, are fatigued or under stress, have higher than average levels of education and a higher income, and are open-minded or politically liberal. People who have liberal leanings are more willing to admit to having a strange experience than those who are conservative, end quote. So it may not be that these people are actually having deja vu more often, but are more likely to self-report having deja vu. The deja vu subreddit included a post where a user asked what deja vu feels like to others. One user said, it's a startling impression that you are reliving an event or revisiting a place while at the same time knowing that this is not possible. Another said that deja vu feels special and is a unique sensation and different than anything else in life. The website Deja Experience Research explains that there are different types of deja vu, which are feeling that you've already visited somewhere, feeling like you've already dreamt something, feeling like you've already felt something, feeling like you've already lived through something, feeling like you've already tasted, heard, or said something. There are documents dating back hundreds of years describing the phenomenon of deja vu before the term was actually created, including an excerpt from the Charles Dickens book, David Copperfield from 1850, that says, quote, we have all some experience of a feeling that comes over us occasionally of what we are saying and doing having been said and done before in a remote time of our having been surrounded dim ages ago by the same faces, objects, and circumstances of our knowing perfectly what will be said next, as if we suddenly remembered it, end quote. Over the years, there have been many theories proposed as to what deja vu really is and what is happening to our brains when we experience it. In fact, doctors and neurosurgeons have been trying to provoke the feelings of deja vu in their patients for years, specifically during open brain surgery. However, these attempts have failed and there does not seem to be a way to make deja vu purposely happen. It just seems to happen on its own. Through my research, I was able to find nine different theories on what could possibly describe what deja vu really is, and they range from logical and scientific to supernatural. Theory number one, the tuning fork phenomenon. This theory suggests that everyone and everything in our universe radiates a frequency, including human beings, and that this frequency creates an aura around us. The tuning fork theory believes that when you experience deja vu, you are actually overlapping or tangling your frequency with the frequency of another person. So if you're having a conversation with someone and suddenly have the feeling of deja vu, it means that you're picking up on the frequency of someone who has had that exact conversation before, and therefore it feels familiar as if it's happened to you. 
The theory also suggests that these frequencies can overlap with those from beings in other universes and even with people in the afterlife, and that you are more likely to pick up on the frequency of another person when they are meditating or in a trance-like state or sleep-deprived, as these things alter your state of consciousness. Theory number two. Deja vu is just a mix-up of our senses and our memory. This theory is often called the hologram theory and was proposed by Dutch psychiatrist Herman Snow. The theory suggests that when our brain recognizes something in our environment, it often applies that recognition to the entire experience. It is called the hologram theory because Snow believes that memories are very similar to holograms. With just a piece, you can recreate in your mind the entire 3D image. For example, say you're driving in the car and you hear a song and drive by a red house at the same time. You might have the feeling of deja vu and swear that you've driven by that house and heard that song at the same time before, when in reality your brain is just combining two different memories and therefore creating a new memory that feels familiar. Theory number three, dual processing. This theory is about how our brains process new information. About this theory, Psychology Today says, quote, it happens when two cognitive processes are momentarily out of sync. Then when we do become aware of what we perceive, it feels familiar, not because we've seen it before, but because we've already processed it on another cognitive level, end quote. When we learn something new, the information goes into our short-term memory. If that information is never returned to, it disappears from our brain. For example, if you look at the price of an item in a store, you quickly forget it and won't be able to recall it a few hours later. But more important information that we think about over and over goes into our long-term memory. Some believe that deja vu is simply when these two memories get twisted. So as you're processing something into your short-term memory, it is also trying to process into your long-term memory and therefore gives you the sensation that you've already experienced it before. Theory number four, brain synapses. This theory believes that deja vu is simply an overstimulation of brain activity and the firing of neurons in the brain. In fact, some individuals who suffer from epilepsy have claimed to have experienced deja vu right before having a seizure and people with epilepsy report higher events of deja vu in general. Therefore, having some doctors believe deja vu just happens when your brain is overworked and overstressed, and it creates a small shockwave of sorts. As previously mentioned, Alan Brown, professor of psychology at Southern Methodist University, found in his research that people are more likely to experience deja vu when they're younger, and believes it may have something to do with our brains maturing. Theory number five memories from other sources. This theory proposes that we create memories not only from our own actual experiences, but from other sources such as movies, books, or photos. We often subconsciously store these memories deep in our mind but never retrieve them. When one of them is retrieved, we might have that feeling of deja vu and feel as though we've experienced it before when it could have been from some other source. This is similar to when you look at pictures of yourself as a child and you swear you can remember it being taken or where you were, although you were too young to actually remember it, and your brain is completely making up a new memory from looking at this photo. Theory number six, our brain is checking our memories for us. A study done in 2016 by Dr. Akira O'Connor at the University of St. Andrews in the UK studied the effects of deja vu in 21 individuals. 
In order to do this, they had to create the feeling of deja vu. They told each person a list of items such as bed, pillow, and dream, but didn't say the word that was the common denominator. In this case, sleep. Afterward, the people were asked if they heard any words beginning with the letter S, to which they said no. They were then asked to repeat the words on the list, and a majority of them said the word sleep, even though they just said they did not hear any S words. Dr. O'Connor found that this gave the feeling of deja vu, which they were able to study in the brain. Results show that the frontal areas of the brain, which are responsible for decision-making, were active. He thinks that the frontal regions of the brain are probably checking through our memories and sending signals if there's some kind of memory error, a conflict between what we've actually experienced and what we think we've experienced. O'Connor said, quote, It suggests that instead of our brain actually creating false memories, instead there may be some conflict resolution going on in the brain during deja vu. End quote. Theory number seven, precognitive dreams. This is a theory called déjà erev, which means already dreamed in French, and suggests that déjà vu is actually us experiencing something we have dreamed about in the past. This means that we are actually subconsciously predicting our futures in our sleep and then recognizing it when it happens in the waking world. A study conducted by Alan Brown in 2004 found that 20% of participants recalled having deja vu only related to their dreams, while 40% said their deja vu happens in relation to both their dreams and reality. This theory also explains why we have deja vu in very mundane, normal moments. Most people experience it randomly during insignificant moments throughout their day, not during something important like their wedding or the birth of their child. This theory suggests that we would remember having dreams about these big life events, but we don't remember dreams in which we're doing normal things in our everyday life. Theory number eight, parallel universes or alternate realities. This theory suggests that there are other versions of each of us in a different universe or in a different dimension. We are somehow tied to our other selves without knowing it. And when we experience deja vu, it means that us in another universe or alternate reality has already experienced that. Some people believe it means that we just synced up with ourselves for a moment. And some believe our other selves are actually on a timeline ahead of us. So when we have deja vu, it means our other self has already experienced it. And that is why it feels so familiar to us in the moment. Theory number nine, reincarnation. Oxford Dictionary defines reincarnation as, quote, the rebirth of a soul in a new body, end quote, and is the belief that each of us has lived before as someone or something else and will continue to live more lives after this one. This theory proposes that when we experience deja vu, we are actually remembering something from a past life. The feeling doesn't mean that we have lived it before in our present self, but that one of our past selves has lived that exact moment, or that something in the environment triggered a memory from our past self. Okay, so that's going to be it for today's episode. Honestly, uh, I don't know what deja vu is, but a lot of these sound like valid explanations. The only one that I find to not really sound accurate is actually the theory that involved the most scientific research, which was the theory that it's our brain checking our memory. In this study, the doctor said that they were able to recreate the feeling of deja vu through reading a list of words. But this just doesn't seem right to me. Uh, I understand that those people probably maybe felt 
confused in the moment um, when they would read those words, you know, pillow, dream, but they didn't say the word sleep. But to me, that doesn't sound like actual deja vu. At least for me personally, deja vu has such a unique feeling to it, like in your body, that I find it questionable that a doctor was able to just recreate it in people's brains just from reading a list of words, if that makes sense. Or I at least definitely don't believe that each participant was able to feel the exact same thing. I don't think they could just recreate that from all these different individuals from doing the same thing to everyone. Uh, I definitely think the dual processing theory is logical, where our brains try to store information in both our long-term and short-term memory. That sounds like a pretty logical explanation, uh, as well as the theory that our brains are simply just overworked and are misfiring. I mean, our brains aren't perfect. We have, you know, little hiccups and things here. And so maybe something is just kind of glitching in our brain when we have deja vu. And the fact that people with epilepsy are more likely to experience deja vu definitely makes this theory seem very plausible. And of course, being interested in supernatural and otherworldly phenomena, I mean, I have this podcast I, of course, think that the tuning fork theory, the precognitive dream theory, and the reincarnation theories are super interesting and fun to think about. But um, I'm not sure if I truly actually believe any of those are real or if they're just cool ideas. But I want to know what you guys think. What do you think is happening in our brains when we experience deja vu? Do you believe any of these theories that I presented or do you believe something that I didn't even mention? I'd really love to hear your thoughts. Also, I want to know, do you guys get deja vu a lot and what does it feel like to you? I would love to hear some of you explain in your own words what it feels like to you in your body, in your brain when you get deja vu. You can find the show at weirdontherocks.weebly.com and on Facebook and Instagram at weirdontherockspodcast and Twitter at weird underscore rocks. One of my favorite things about doing this podcast is talking to my listeners about their own thoughts and theories and opinions, and it's definitely what I've missed the most while I've been gone. So please let me know what you guys think. Send me a message. Send me a DM. Um, I would love to hear from you guys and talk to you. I've missed all of you. As always, thank you for listening and thank you for bearing with me the past few months and continuing to support me and for listening today and keeping up with the show. It really means a lot. It's made me so happy. I still get updates um, weekly from my hosting website that every week people are still listening to episodes. It's, you know, definitely not as much as it was, but it's still fun to know that, you know, people are still finding the show. So I'm really happy to be back. And thank you to everyone for sticking around. So watch out for the next episode. And I'm really going to try and get something out um, for Halloween. I hope you enjoyed this episode and please feel free to reach out if there's a certain topic or story you guys want me to cover. I have a long list, but I always like hearing from you all and having your input and creating content that you guys actually want. All right. Well, until next time, cheers and stay weird. Weird.